0: Csai, tényleg is leszünk ki, Saharaja Saharifi, Kisra Sura Ninaraja, Kisra Sura Ninaraja, Kai which are known as demigods gods, human beings, and hellish living entities. Okay, even a particular mode of nature being mixed with the other two is divided into three. And thus each kind of living creature is influenced by the other modes and acquires its habits also. Report by Living entities individually are being conducted by a particular mode of nature, but at the same time there is every chance of their being of their being influenced by the other two. Generally, all conditioned souls in the material engagement, engagement are influenced by the mode of passion. Because every one of them is trying to ward it all the nature to fulfill his individual desire. But in spite of the individual mode of passion, there is always the chance of being influenced by the other modes of nature by association. If one is in good association, he can develop the mode of goodness. And if in bad association, He may develop the mode of darkness or ignorance. Nothing is stereotyped. One can change his habit by good or bad association. And one has to become intelligent enough to discriminate between good and bad. The best association is the service of the devotees of the Lord. And by that association one can become the highest qualified man by the grace of the Lord's pure devotees. As we have already seen in the life of Srinagar Munai, he became the topmost devotee of the Lord simply by the association of pure devotees of the Lord. By birth, he was the son of a maidservant and had no knowledge of his father, and no academic education, even of the Lord's status but simply by associating with the devotees and by eating the remnants of their foodstuff. He gradually developed the transcendental qualities of the devotees. By such association, his taste for chanting and hearing the transcendental glories of the Lord became prominent. And because the glories of the Lord are not different from the Lord, he got direct association with the Lord by means of sound rep- representation, the basis of heaven Similarly, there is the life of Ajamiya, canto, <coughs> who was the son of a Brahmana. And was educated and trained properly in the discharge of the duties of a brahmana, but who in spite of all this, because he contacted the bad association of a prostitute, was put into the path of the lowest quality of a chandala, or the last position for a human being. Therefore, the Bhagavatam always recommends the association of the Mahat, or the Great Soul, for opening the gate of salvation. To associate with persons engaged in learning over the material world means to enter into the darkest region of hell. One should try to raise himself by association of the Great Soul. That is the way of the perfection of life a om tath sat Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta Swami translation of Purport of the Srimad Bhagavatam, 7th the 2nd canto, 10th chapter, 41st verse. In the chapter and title, Bhagavatam is the answer to all questions. Mm-hmm. Again, according to the different modes of material nature, the mode of goodness, the mode of passion, and the mode of darkness, there are different living entities who are known as demigods, human beings, and hellish living entities. Okay, even a particular mode of nature being mixed with the other two is divided into three. And thus, each kind of living entity is influenced by the other modes and acquires its habits also. Now we know how different living entities are created. It's by the mix of the three modes of nature. Just like, in our computers you have the three primary colors, red, blue, yellow and they mix into millions as the normal, now 16 million colors, but that's just the beginning, you get so many millions of colors. So if you say yellow is more of goodness, red is passion, blue is ignorance, then you get the same by different combinations, you get different kinds of living entities. Once we have a particular birth, then within that birth we can also be influenced. We can be elevated by good association or degraded by bad association. Vomadeva, who was the son of Umi and Vishnu, started out as a deva, as a godly person, but his next door neighbor was Banasura. So he used to associate with Banasura. And by associating with Banasura, who was controlling the material nature, to mystical powers. He became attracted to this mystical, magical powers. And he became influenced by the moral ignorance. So from Boma Deva he became Boma Sura. Sometimes you see nice uh, children chanting so many mantras, doing so many wonderful things in their childhood, but then when they, in their teens, uh, they make a bad association, and they change around from bad peer association. That's why it's very important that we discriminate I would say that we have no difference between good and bad, especially the context of good and bad association. Association uh, Valaamara says, it's like a mirror. Where we associate between the mirror their own qualities. If you associate with drunkards, you start to drink. If you associate with drug addicts, you start taking drugs. If you associate with thieves, you start stealing. If you associate with devotees, you start to... Hare Krishna dance and ecstasy. Deep Prasadam. So it's important that we have a good association. We get conditioned by whatever association we have. Examples are given here. Narakuni, by associating with the Bhakti Vedantas, the pure devotees, he became the greatest Rishi, Devara, Deva Devaguru, Deva. I Travel all over the universe and the spiritual world, coming down here to give his spiritual instructions just because he had some good association. Over here there's this uh, five days fast at the end of Kartik, from the Kartik, the to the Purimah. It's called Vishma uh, panchaka, or Vishnu panchaka. And uh, if you do that brata, then you get the benefit of all the... Well, as if you did for the whole chapter, but it's so powerful that in the Puranas it says that there's no way even to describe the quantity of benefit one gets from practicing it. We do in Mayapur every year. past few years. I used to do the chapter months for the four months with some others, but it's difficult four months uh, to start preaching and traveling, so you do five days. So in there, uh, in the front, there's a story about how there was a uh, there was a guy that was born in a good family. They were devotees, but then he started to associate with uh, bad people. So, although he was the son of a devotee, he became debauchee and drunkard and intoxication. The works. So then the father told me You're ruining our family image. I got unmarried daughters, I got other people that are influence. you want to stay with us, be part of our family, you got to follow the rules. Otherwise, you're out of our community. So then he went out. And he joined up with a gang of Thieves in the forest. So anybody that going in the forest, traveling through the forest, the a road going through there, they get robbed. There's actually a gang of thieves in India, it's kind of off the track, but it's not part of the story, but... What's his name, Viraphyam or something? Virapam. Huh? Piropran. He's been there for so many years. They got like a, they got a ward for him. He knows him. Uh, he could have some big uh, movie star. They got a huge ransom for him. But he knows the jungle so well that they make him. The, the police are afraid to go after him. They get the police go after him and wipe him down. So it's still, it's still like, I mean, just to say that there's someone like that still today. This picture is famous with big mustache. like a celebrity. He works in the sandalwood forest, steel sandalwood, so anyway. I don't know how. He was anyway, this guy, this son of the, this devotee, fallen devotee. He was with this gang of uh, thieves. They really would go in the forest and get robbed. So people that took another route, you know, why do you know, it's like, uh, why take this? So the thieves got real hungry. Nobody was going through, nobody around. I think it's a bit too long. Who let right? it? I just know uh, who else had? So, they are starving. And they were getting so desperate. Finally, they had to leave the forest. There was nothing to eat. Then they went and they found a, uh, a sage in his hermitage. And they fell at his feet. I hey, give us some rice! We're starving! And he said, what's wrong with you guys? You don't know that today is the beginning of the Vishma, the Vishnu Panshaka? Oh, we are very sinful people. We are murderers, we are robbers, we do the awful worst things. Oh, this Vishnu Panchaka, you do this, you get destroyed. No amount of sin you can destroy nothing, whatever you did, it will get wiped out easy. Why do you want to eat now? Now you should fast, it's good. Just take fruits for five days. So I got them all there, fasting, and I'm taking fruits. Okay, I got some fruits, right? It's not a total fast. Fruits are roots. And uh, performing Panshaka, and afterwards, uh, because of this little association, with the sage, the whole gang of bandits became devotees, and they all went back to Gondon. And they all got, um, um, they, it says by doing Krishna mancha we can reach Krishna. At the end of their lives they, could, they reach Krishna. It's so, Hari Bhakti Vila. It's a great place to perform here in uh, Australia, so he nice fruits. That time there was more fruits in India. It's like... Anyway, I was just saying that how that Puranic uh, that, that, uh, story, how this person, just by a little bit of association, his whole life was changed. I mean, there are so many examples like that. Narada Muni, I mean, he's a touchstone. He changed the migrari, the hunter, from a person that was not only killing animals but half killing them and causing them un- undescribable, indescribable uh, suffering. And he was turned into such a soft hearted person, they didn't want to hurt the ants. A little bit of association. Either way, you change someone so much. is the history of the uh so many different histories. You know how uh, how he, talk, quote, he was in the prison house with all these criminals. He's the patron saint of the prison ministry preaching, and uh, he got them all chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama Hare I went to the prison in. Uh, as a solicitor, as one of my disciples, is the doctor for five prisons, and so she started a prison program. And she took me there, and they had two, about 120, maybe, people who uh, came to the program and were chanting and dancing. They played the madranga. They played the card. For assassinating people, place for the jungle, only time to <laughs> But some of the people in this particular jail, there are, there's a mix of under trials, people that are not yet convicted and convicts. So. After the program and the class, and a group of 17, 18 came to speak to me individually, one day one, I gave a dark shower whatever, interview. And some of the convicted people, they said actually, even one of the person on the trial, he said that uh, I think this is Krishna's mercy because I, was, I, never, I got so much here, I never expected that I came to jail and I got association with the devotees. And as a result now I'm and I think it's actually good for me. I mean, it takes a lot of most of them all for blessings so they get out of their trial, and they get out early and that kind of thing, you know, that's like the normal. But a couple of them actually mentioned they felt it was a blessing in disguise that they were put into jail and they could get to Krishna consciousness. Which is a, I think it's a big realization. I don't know whether here in Australia we do the prison ministry preaching. we take taking it under our congregational ministry. It's something that I, one of our senior devotees, it's like we have to, like, to do it as a part time thing. As long as they don't have a criminal record and they get permission to go into get a letter from the temple saying they're a priest, they're a Brahmin, whatever. And, then you can go in and see the prisoners. you can get tips what you do from Chandrasekhar uh, Prabhu's uh, director of the division. He's got a verse letter out. But uh, it's a nice thing to see. I only did this one program, but it was quite uh, you know, impressive. And maybe it was, some of the people come to the program because they get free food. <coughs> A little better food than what they probably normally get. But some of them seem quite sincere and interested. And, um, you know, like in Malaysia, they do all the drug rehabilitation centers. I don't know if they have those here, but they're Many of our have given classes there, and they say the people, by little association with the devotees and chanting, they have a better chance of not going back to drugs after they get out. Because what they find is that the rehabilitation center is only 20% effective. 80% of the people go back to drugs. Because when they come back out, they associate with the same friends, same people, all drug addicts. So they go back into drugs. They just take that option, you have a choice: go so to jail or take drug rehabilitation. Okay, take drugs a little bit less, or less heavy than jail. But so they say that when the people that went to our mantra program, 60% don't go back. So but that's their statistics. Recorded, so they're very happy that we do the program. They, have are able to, document that it's effective. So it's very important. I mean, this, this is. Uh, I remember that Upadesha meter, right? There's the third, and four, fourth, verses. Uh, There's uh, anyway, at the end is one verse. The dog, the dogs and the do's, and the don'ts, it says, don't have bad association, and the do's, it says, have good association, mm-hmm. second, second, second. that <clears throat> the twice and both, <laughs> and both are so important, so we come here together for festivals to have good association. My airport at a big festival. Now I have to watch out. There's a group of uh, young people that are drug addicts that hang around the uh, and they come. Like this last year, they came to the big festival, a bunch of installations. installation. A section of them came. We had to do a whole. We had to do a whole thing, but kind of trying to like uh, contaminate our youth. It's a, a gang of people and they're at an party. You gotta watch out. In the holy diamond, there's these kids, that uh, ex kids and all you know, the kids, but they're uh, who are with some tantrics and poly worshippers and they in intoxication and they go specifically target the innocent youth of the devotees visiting there and they bring them home or bring them under the bed. Very interesting. Somehow you need to for you just the, this 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 Kali's main uh, thing is this bad association. But Hari was his uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswitaku whose appearance is coming a disappearance is coming on the thirty-first. He's uh he told that how Kali was so frustrated because in the beginning of Architanga's movement started, he was like evicted uh, from so many parts of the world. You know, the Indian scope. and it was growing and growing and growing, and he didn't know what to do. So then he went to Sukracharya, the Guru of the demons, and said, "You got to give me a hand." we get back, stop Vishnu's potency from spreading him, I'm not going to have a chance. <clears throat> Sukracharya, because uh, he lost one eye in the Bali Lila, he tried to stop Bali Maharaj from giving a charity to Vishnu. In his desperation, he took the form of this mystic power of a fly, and he went into the water pot, Kamandalu, of uh, Bali Maharaj. So as part of the ceremony is that he took this, he's supposed to pour water into the hand. Three drops of water into the hand of uh, Ramanadev. That's like the seal, like you have the seal, like shake hands or sign agreement before the magistrate or something on sandpaper. So the baby system put three drops of water in the hand, that's it, okay. So he's trying to pour the water but the fly was in the body. <laughs> <laughs> so the water's not coming out. And Bali's well, then the i give an oath, he took a kusa grass, and he took the side of the fly in there. Pow! <laughs> he punched the kusa grass and knocked the fly out. And doing, knocked one of the eyes of the fly out. So when sukracharya came back to his human form, he only had one eye. So he was very upset that Vishnu poked out his eye. <laughs> so he says, I got, I got, a, you know, I, I should get back at him. This is why he's the guru of the demons, not exactly the pure world of goodness. <clears throat> so he agreed to deviate the Lord Chaitanya's movement. And he incarnated as Rupa Kaviraj. And started preaching Sahajism. That you don't have to preach. You don't have to practice. All you have to do is imagine that you're a pure devotee and that's good enough. Imagine you're one of the associates of Lord Chaitanya Lord Krishna. You're a gopi or something. They do the whole thing just by sentiment. So this has such a, they have so much philosophy and it's covered up. You don't realize. But they get everybody to stop practicing seriously and stop preaching. That's exactly what Kali wants. And everybody's going around thinking that they're the seventh gopi. You know, Manjari and the Seva but it's just in their mind. It's not that they actually that's who they are, right? So that kind of Sajism in its different forms. Practice that nature an impact. It was like a disease, like a virus. But entered into the society of devotees and stopped the preaching. So for almost uh, 200 years, there was uh, there was a uh, very few devote very few pure devotees, uh, keeping the line going. The vast number of devotees were doing all kinds of uh, illicit things in the name of devotional service. So one bad guy goes into the whole thing and starts giving his bad association preaching some bogus philosophy, a massive effect. Seems we're not so well inoculated against, especially if it seems to be Krishna conscious, we can easily get deviated. That's why we have to learn to discriminate if something is not Krishna conscious. If it's not authorized by Shri Prabhupada, we just can't digest it, we can't take it. We don't digest it, we don't take it in our mouth. We don't swallow it. The Bhaktivinam Thakur came and started to reestablish things on the right foot Bhakti Siddhan and Borkish to Siddhanta to sort of preached everywhere and Prabhupada spread it all over the world, know it. With these very really young little children trying to follow the Prabhupada. Spiritually very immature. Our only strength, Prabhupada said is that you're all together, if you stay together and you stay loyal to my instructions, then you'll be protected. So we had to keep in our good association, we had to avoid the bad association. That's such a very simple thing, very simple formula. Lord Chaitanya, he refused to associate with Chaitanya. Maharaj on the basis that he was a king, and king wore it over through the termination. So by definition, I'm not going to associate with a king as the man contaminated. because he was actually a devotee and because he was serving, he got the mercy because he swept the road in front of Janana. So officially Lord Chaitanya couldn't associate him because if he starts associating with materialistic people, then everyone's related, I can do it too. And Lord Chaitanya has the discrimination but other people might not. And in that association I get deviated. So, because of his service, the Lord Chaitanya decided to give him mercy. So, eventually, he could go and massage Lord Chaitanya's Lord's feet by just wearing dresses of Vaishnava with Tila and getting permission from the devotees to massage Lord Chaitanya's Lord's feet during that break in the free time. And then, Lord Chaitanya sat up and hung them and said that you gave me such nice verses from the Bible, Tim, that I feel grateful to you. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are, but I want to give you some, something. I don't have anything to give you, so I just give you a lot of grace. Which is really all I thing I ever wanted to know. And how many would you like to be, you uh, the blessings from Lord Chaitanya like that? Messiah was on his feet, give his mercy. So, but officially he wouldn't associate with any materialistic people, so somehow he Because he went in disguise as a normal. Jayadev, all these great vishis, many of them they refused to associate with, with uh, kings. He would fiercely say with the king. So the king was a lakshman son or all else's sin? The yeah, lakshman son, the father, went to see him one day, to ask him if he would become his royal poet, because it was great poetry. And Jayadeva felt so insulted, but you being a king, you didn't take my permission first before you came, you just walked into my ashram. And I leave here, and I leave this place, and leave with you. For the people of taking out your service. What do you think you are, just to walk in without even asking permission first? I don't associate with kings. They're too puffed up. Too materialistic. Then the king fell out his feet. And said, yes, I know we're very materialistic, but that's why I was hoping to get your association. We need your association to be able to rule the kingdom not consciously So I, may, I beg for forgiveness for my servant, because he was so humble. He like something, he was calling me puffed up, you know. He was more puffed up, but he actually begged for forgiveness. He said, please don't leave my kingdom. I know you're a brahman and gave you a word, to I But I can't stop you now. So this, to stay on the other side of the river, nearby, allow me sometimes to come and hear you. At least to be in my kingdom and purified. That's why he went to Chapahatti. And there he wrote uh, some beautiful poetry. At the Chaturati Ashram, right now, the Sigurdiya temple is that same place, Ritudwee, in Nagadip Island. And Konar was the greatest female astrologer, even male astrologer, she was the greatest astrologer, male or female. And her father-in-law was the royal astrologer, but he was before that the greatest, but then it turned out that she was even better. So the king wanted to ask, he wanted her to become, also in his court, because he had this, uh, what they call the 11 jewels and 9 jewels and all the greatest pundits in the planet were in his ministry. Greatness in philosophy, gave us in astrology, gave us in architecture, let the whole. Gave in political science. So then, when the godmother of, uh, what is this? I forget the name, Bhuparam long time They invited her, but she refused because being a lady, she want a bad association of all these fallen men, you know. Men who are dealing with all politics and things like that, wouldn't be in their dignity. In those days, women were so highly esteemed by the men that they were the the, otherwise the women are called babies. men have built all these kind of well, almost mundane things you can say, where the women were doing their household things, where they were also doing their pujas, they were doing their, very much a uh, spiritual platform. So for a woman to have to mix with men like this, you figure it's beneath her, did Kind of contrast from, you know, <laughs> today it's like, you know, I'm called really cool, so. <coughs> She didn't want a bad association. I was surprised to read that, but she took some serious steps to ensure that she would not go there. Then we wanted to associate with uh, devotees. That's how we come together. We hope that during this festival everybody will chant Hare Krishna, and talk about Krishna, and talk about Srila Prabhupada, and Trying to give each other a lot of good association. A lot of people come here, like some people, you you live here, or you're a regular visitors, so you know everybody. But there's some people that come up here because they heard about the festival, they don't know anybody. And then nobody talks to them. Nobody uh, says hello. And they feel alone. They feel Visits here. You got anybody assigned that welcomes them and, and, and searches them out and tells? So, why don't you got everybody here with a little exercise? Look to somebody near you that you don't know, or even if you know, okay, you can't have you don't know, that's how you, know. and just tell them your name or where you're from. And, for one, no, just for 30 seconds. Give a little, 30 one, another one, 30 seconds. Give a little introduction. Like this, some people here from Canberra, people in different parts, people from Cairns. So on your mark, it set. Go, 30 seconds association. Possible, say something, say something about <laughs> the Of verses 28 to 30. Persons who have acted piously in previous lives and in this life, and whose sinful actions are completely eradicated, are free from the dualities of delusion, and they engage themselves in right service with determination. Intelligent persons who are endeavoring for liberation from old age and death take refuge in me in devotional service. They are actually brahman because they entirely know everything of all transcendental activities. Those in full consciousness of me who know me the Supreme lord, to be the governing principle of the material manifestation of the devas and of all methods of sacrifice understand and know me, the Supreme Personality of God, even at the time of death. In the 5.5.2 that if one actually wants to be liberated, he must render service to the devotees. Mahasevam, Vakram, Ahur, Vimukti, but what who associates with materialistic people is on the path leading to the darkest region of existence. yo Yoshitam, Sanghi, Sangam. All the devotees of the Lord traverse this earth just to recover the conditioned souls from their delusion. The Impersonalists do not know that forgetting their constitutional position as subordinate to the Supreme Lord is the greatest violation of God's law. Unless one is reinstated in his own constitutional position, it is not possible to understand the Supreme Personality or to be fully engaged in this transcendental service with determination. Birth, death, old age and diseases affect this material body, but not the spiritual body. There is no birth, death, old age and disease for the spiritual body. So what pertains to the spiritual body becomes one of the associates of the Supreme Personality of God and engages in eternal devotional service. Such a person is already liberated. Aham Brahmasmi, I am spirit. It is said that one should understand that he is Brahman, spirit soul. This Brahman conception of life is also in devotional service, as described in this verse. The pure devotees are transcendently situated. On the Brahman platform, we know everything about transcendental activities. <clears throat> Four kinds of imperial devotees who engage themselves in the transcendental service of the Lord achieve their respective goals. And by the grace of the Supreme Lord, when they are fully Krishna conscious, They actually enjoy spiritual association with the Supreme Lord. But those who are worshippers of the Devas, how the Supreme World is governing principles of the material manifestation, even of the demigods or devas, gradually by such transcendental association, one becomes convinced of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And at that time of death, such a Krishna conscious person can never forget Krishna. Actually, he is thus promoted to the planet of the Supreme World than So, this is the ultimate goal. This was chapter 7, verses 28, 29, 30. Bhagavad Gita adds it is knowledge of the absolute translation of purport by his divine grace. A.C. Bhagavad to Swami The goal of life is to be transferred to the spiritual planet of the lord and to serve Krishna eternally. That is the perfect form of that is people very It's very piously. The normally, in order to be a devotee, one needs to be a very pious person. So. You find that traditionally <coughs> Rajarsis and elevated Ramanas, they would worship Krishna. I remember once there was an Australian devotee who asked for the Prabhupada and the Kupanala in 1971, it was article Manala in Allahabad. He said, Srila Prabhupada, I don't remember that in my life I I don't know if in the previous life I did any. So how is it that I can be, uh, that we can be Krishna conscious, I can be Krishna conscious move. He was being very humble. And then Srila Prabhupada the replied was, I have made your good fortune for you. I have made your good fortune. Srila Koba, he, by his sheer blessings, gave such a mercy to us that we could get the opportunity to do a devotional service. Even if in this lifetime we hadn't been engaged in high insight. That is the mercy of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who appeared 518 years ago in Bengal, he, his incarnation of Krishna, came down in order to spread and give freely love for Godhead to everyone. He was asked by Advaita Acharya, the great spiritual master who prayed for him to come. He said, my name is Advaita, as an Acharya, I'm not different from the Supreme Lord. I take the vow that I want to bring the Supreme Lord down. He said, I want to see the fallen people delivered, but I don't feel capable of doing it myself. People are too falling. Only person that can deliver everybody is the Supreme Lord. He has to come down. So dvaita, Acharya in Shantipur, he fasted. He worshipped Shaligraha, Sheila, Vidya, Krishna with Ganges water and Tulsi leaves and flowers. He loudly chanted, chant was well surely, this is the Lord, He is now. And Lord Chaitanya said that I have come fulfilling your desire. And then he began to chant, Haribo, Haribo, I brought the Supreme Lord down, I brought him down. He's come, he's come, Haribo, Haribo, he was dancing. so then Lord Chaitanya told him that you have to ask a blessing from me. Why you brought me down? What do you want me to do? And you bring me all the way from the spiritual world to this material world. You must have some purpose for me. What is it you want me to do? So then he requested that. Normally very elevated personalities, as we read in this verse, pious people who have performed in this life, in previous lives, great pious activities, religious activities, charitable activities, they are given the chance to serve the Supreme Lord. He said, make it in this incarnation, everyone, even those who are normally not Getting the chance to serve you, the fallen, the unfortunate people, the materialistic people, let them get an opportunity to serve you. So the Lord Chaitanya said, confess the so be it. Let it be so. He said, Let the people who think they're very qualified, they're very much worthy of their mercy. Don't give them the mercy. The people think that they're worthy because of high parentage, because of some material qualification, they're a PhD, they're born in a good family or something. You don't have to do that. but give them people who are humble and who otherwise uh, simply they just they like, they want your mercy. So what chitanya he read to both the things. You thought that the very proud people, they didn't get His mercy. Or or because anyway, how proud we can be. We always have so many defects. What should tell would Find all our defects and crush the pride. But if somebody humbly has said that I'm the very most fallen person, and otherwise I have no great spiritual qualification, but I simply want Your mercy, He would get the mercy. Just like Boy Chaitanya gave that mercy, Prabhupada, Bhaktivedanta Swami, he brought that mercy. And normally like all the religions say that we should have love for God, because that's the goal of life. That God is great. We should serve God, we should surrender to God. But then how do you do it? How is God great? How do you wait love for God. It's one thing to say that we want to love Supreme Lord, but then actually we may love our chocolate bars, we may love our movies, we may love so many other things, our family, our nation, our sports, but we don't have that natural Attraction to Supreme Lord. Love has to be something very spontaneous, very natural. The Six Ghosts walking you spray that just like a young boy or a young girl have a natural attraction for each other in this material world. It's not something you have to program them or have to teach them. When you see a young girl, you should be attracted to you a young boy. It's just something that's there to the genes or whatever, and it's something that's naturally there for most people. And so they prayed, when will our love for Krishna be like that, just natural and spontaneous? You don't have to work at it, you just flow like the river flows to the ocean. That's what we want. So that's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy uh, does. There were two ruffians that were called Jagai Matai, they were drunkards, they were antisocial, they were criminals. <coughs> they were dead against Krishna consciousness, but by the mercy of Nityananda and Radha, they had a change of heart. that uh, he said in his first commandment that one should love the Lord thy God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. So sometimes people say, well, how are you follow Jesus? And we can say that in Krishna conscious we also follow Jesus. Because we're following his first commandment which is to develop this law for Godhead. do what they say. Somebody follows the Australian government and they're a good citizen. They can say all kinds of things on us in love Australia, but if they can break the law, they be in prison. So what's happening is that you've got people that claim to be some kind of religion or another, but they don't actually follow the principles. So they're criminals they're punished by the internal And the people that actually follow the law, whether they claim it or not, they're actually uh, following those uh, principles. So it just so happens. The Lord Chaitanya's instruction and Jesus' instruction are not different in terms of love for God. only thing is that, it's kind of a mystery, <coughs> how do you develop a love for Krishna? How do you develop a love for God? In the most religions, it's uh, something that maybe was taught to the apostles or it was something that's secret. But Lord Chaitanya revealed it. And then we chant the names of God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare. Then actually we awaken that natural love for God. The names of God are powerful. All powerful, just like Krishna is all powerful. His name is all powerful. Southman epistemologists. Experts of language say that the original Greek was Jesus Christos, which means Jesus of Christus. Like you say, the ancient way used to be of say your name and your father's name. Even like in India they'll say, name was Raghunatha which means Raghunath, son of Srinivas. So, Jesus, son of Krishna. Krishna says we for Krishna. Even in India, there, like in Bengal or some places, they say Krishna, they say Krishna. Some villagers they say Hare Krishna. Okay? So, it's Krishna translated from Sanskrit to Greek becomes Christos, which in the modern language becomes Christ. So Jesus Christ, actually Jesus of Christ, or Jesus of Krishna, according to these language experts. Jesus, the Son of Krishna, Krishna, the Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, His name is holy. So we take shelter of the name a who is the father in heaven and a spiritual world. And then the Supreme Heaven, there are different levels of heaven. The Supreme Heaven is called the Lord Vrindavan. And the Vedas described it as a material heaven called Swarga. But the Supreme Lord doesn't live there. That's for Indra, who is like an angel or a deva. So here in these verses it says that those who are very attached to the devas they go to the planets of the devas, they don't go to the Supreme Lord's planet. And somebody worships Siva, or Durga, or Ganapati or Indra, or any other day. they go to the planet of the devas. And some people say that whichever Lord we worship, we get the same result. But it's not like that. Let's not say that in the Vedas. Vedas say, deva and deva, John, you worship the devas. Deva you Go to the planet. Madhyanti, Mahamapi. You worship me, you come to me. It's just that some slogan that some gurus said to be popular that doesn't matter who you worship, you all get the same result. But it's not the fact. So there are many different Powerful personalities in the universe who are very respectful, who are worth our respect and honor and homage and, and some believe even our worship, but they're not independent gods or goddesses. They're energies and assistance of Supreme Lord. Supreme Lord is known as Vishnu, and the Supreme Vishnu form is known as Krishna. he's the one that we're supposed to surrender to and give our utmost uh, respect and worship. And in that way we can go back to him. So that's why it says in verse 29, intelligent persons who are endeavoring for liberation from old age and death take refuge in me in devotional service. persons who went to Brahma and asked him for the blessing of liberation, but he told them that he can't give it, because he also dies. There are devotees who went to Shiva and asked him for the blessing of moksha, but he said he also couldn't give it. That moksha is given by Vishnu. So all of the great masters like Brahma, like Shiva, they all direct us to Krishna. To Krishna. So no way do we mean to disrespect them. Rather, we should respect their instructions. If we want to get liberation from birth, death, old age, disease, if we want to achieve ultimate goal of life and develop our love for God, then we need to worship Krishna, and change his holy names, and engage in his devotional service. That's the system. If you want some purely material blessing, then you can worship the devas. Or if you want a spiritual blessing, like a guru, if you worship him, then that's better. Worship Supreme Lord respect the devas and pray to the devas for blessing to be a man the We call what we call devas or devi gods are called as angels, and I say in the Bible, you know, archangels, different kinds of angels. So the spiritual world we call Parshavas, and the angels that live in the material world we call Devas or Demihas. they are assistants to the Lord, they're not independent of the Lord. They're under the control of the Lord, they do the Lord's bidding. There's ishwara just like is Ishwaram and Krishna is Paramiśvara. Ishvara Paramiśvara, Paramiśvara, so Chivahamiligra. we got ministers and we got prime ministers. Paramiśvara means that if you have a supreme controller, it means that there are other Isvara's, but one amongst them is supreme. So Shiva, Brahma, Vishnu, they're all Isvara's. Even other heads of planets are Isvara's. But amongst all the Ishwaras, who's is the Supreme? That's Krishna. Ishwaras Krishna. He's is the Supreme Ishwar. He's is Supreme Controller. He controls the other Ishwaras. Just like you got minister and prime minister. So you've got many ministers, but one is prime minister. So it's how he understands that there is a Supreme Lord and He is in charge of everything. And He is completely spiritual. Then they engage Himself in His service. So, we're reading in the morning about Krishna's appearance. How Krishna came as a... was born in a prison house. That time his parents were being persecuted. They were imprisoned by Kamsa in Mathura. And Krishna appeared there but was immediately taken to the house of Nanda Maharaj. <coughs> Sometimes the Supreme Lord appears or sometimes He sends His representative, Prabhupada explain, maybe a incarnation, or maybe a spiritual master or a great devotee, or a son. And they come to this world not because they want to enjoy the world, or they want to come here like we do because we got some material things that we want to achieve. They come here just to do the service to the Lord and deliver us from this repetition of birth and death, of the bondage of the natural world. So we're fortunate enough to meet up with one of those great personalities or one of their representatives. And we take up the devotional service, and then we also can get empowered. So what we're trying to do is to free people from this, money to make everybody happy. The happiness everybody everybody's seeking is actually achievable. When we have Krishna's mercy, when we have Krishna's love, then we achieve the highest happiness. So normally to achieve that, as I said in the beginning, it's right very difficult. We wouldn't stand a chance in other yugas. But now, Krishna Chaitanya is so merciful that he gives everybody the opportunity. That's why he's uh, considered to be the most merciful of all the incarnations. I'm very happy to be here with all of you on this. Uh, special celebration day and for this special day tomorrow we're having another big festival of Svang where we bathe with deities. It's also kind of interesting that uh, Lord Jagannath, Baladev, uh, Subhadra who are very merciful forms of Krishna that are worshipped in Jagannath Puri and worshipped here in Melbourne that according to the authorities and the historical records, when Jesus uh, was missing from the age of about 16 to 32, something like that, 16 years or so, I'm not sure the exact number of years, but around 16, negative, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, <coughs> that He went to India and Tibet. And in His journeys, He went to Jagannath Puri Temple. And they have a record that He visited the puri Temple. Because they have a book of all the big visitors. So they have these other visitors. Like here, they have a visitors book in this temple. Yes. So, to get the important visitors, you should sign it. (laughs) And a thousand years from now, you don't remember that. They came to the temple. So, two thousand years ago, Jesus visited the (coughs) temple of Jagannath that's something very wonderful there. Right? So he had also this idea everybody should be open to to approach the Lord. But difficult. How to make the people uh, desire that. So Lord Chaitanya revealed the secret of the chant because previously Names of God were not spoken. It was just like in India, the names of the mantras were kept secret by the priests. Unless you got the, uh, the mantra from one of the priests, then you have to chant it silently to yourself. But Lord Chaitanya revealed that there are some mantras which are public mantras. Anybody can chant them. There are some secret mantras that only can be chanted after initiation, but there's some mantra. Which are basically the names of the one they can be repeated by anybody. So the Kari Krishna mantra is that kind of a public mantra. So everybody who wants to learn in English now, Krishna, 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 and you can tap into directly. like here all over, all over Australia, I see so many advertisements for mobile phones and mobile services. Vodafone, I forget, there's Telstra. Obsess, you don't want to give anybody an advantage here with all the people, right? so. But uh, then you can, we have, have to pay something, right? You have, have a, you have to have a mobile phone, you have to pay for the service. Nobody's giving it away free. So here we're giving you a hot light. You can directly call the Supreme Mark. But this this is only good for the Supreme Mark. This is the phone, this is for Him. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to pay money. But the, the more direct connection you want, the more immediate connection you want, we, the more you use it, the more that your your calling status is upgraded like frequent fly or something. You get a higher status, merit points. So if you chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Hare, with the Supreme Lord. And then the more that you chant, then you're more able to, more able to re- also receive the messages back. When a spiritual master or a spiritual a person is spiritually uh, you say liberated, he's able to or she's able to directly communicate with the Supreme Lord. How are you? What's happening? I mean, read of course someone waste saying, asking him how he was, because we always know he's perfect, great. Right? He doesn't have any problems, but we'd rather offer him, take the opportunity to offer him grace and ask for his mercy and shelter and strength. So that's where it says in the, in the verse here again. Yeah. Those who are full conscious of me, who know me, the Supreme Lord, the know I'm to be the governing principle of the material manifestation of the devas or demigods, and of all the methods of sacrifice, all systems of religion. They can understand and know me, the supreme personality of Godhead, even at the time of death. Death isn't what it seems. It's not the end. It's the end of this body's activities. But we're being transferred from this body to a new birth, a new life. And at the time of that, to remember Krishna, we transfer directly back to Krishna. So to remember Krishna, we need to know Krishna. Know that He's the Supreme, know yeah. about Him. That's why the devotees, they practice their whole life. Chanting Hare Krishna, having regular study of Bhagavad Gita, Shrimad Bhagavatam, attending the festivals, eating the food offered to Krishna. How do you like Krishna Prasad? There will be a feast of today. Hope you all participate. is a very simple way of bringing Krishna into our lives. And the more that we do that, then the more we will become Krishna conscious, God conscious, become aware of His presence everywhere. And the more that we're conscious, then it's going to be very natural that this major transition, we're leaving this dimension, this life where are we going to go? If we're thinking about our pet cat, we may become a cat in our next life. If we're thinking about all the things you want to do, I didn't finish my 17-story building or my, my new project or my this so then we make another birth and get a chance to finish those things. But we we're thinking of the Supreme Lord at that time. Then we go to Him. So in order Think like that. Don't wait till the end of life when I get old and I'll do chanting. Now I'm young, it's not my time. You have to start practicing throughout life. And what is the guarantee that nowadays anybody lives till they're old? It used to be like that, but now there's no guarantee. All the time, young people are dying in car accidents, AIDS, cancer, so many different things. So. Terrorism. Not all the people that were in uh, Twin Towers in New York were old people. Not all the people being killed in Iraq are old people. Even some kids are getting killed. You never know what's uh, in store for us. So the point is that from our very childhood we should be practicing the chanting of Hare Krishna, practicing reading the Bhagavad Gita, practicing, increasing our Krishna consciousness, side by side with our material studies, material work, material life. We spiritualize that. We're not recommending people become sannyasis and give up everything. We're recommending that they do everything dovetailed for Krishna. Here we have uh, Julian and Taruni, they have a restaurant, in camps. They do that for Krishna. I mean, anybody in a restaurant, maybe with them, how many restaurants are there in Australia? There must be thousands and thousands of restaurants. But well, there's another devotee, Chinese uh, devotee in, uh, in Perth, Hema uh, Krishna. He also has a restaurant. So they do what well, they, it's a private restaurant, but they offer their food to Krishna. They distribute the prasadam to the people as a restaurant, and they also try to promote Krishna consciousness through their establishment. So in this way, someone may have over the fortune to come up with a business like that that you can actually direct it Krishna, or you may just have a regular job, and then from your profits you dedicate something just like we have a celebration today about in the month of December we were distributing Bhagavad Gita's. I know some people they sponsor a certain number of Bhagavad Gita's and have them put in school libraries, prison libraries, hospital libraries. Even in India I just found out that we have programs in the Tihar jail in Delhi and they distribute books there, and they have a uh, prashan distribution. Also in Chennai uh, jail, five jails in Tamil Nadu, they also do uh, for the prisoners. So the prisoners, they don't have money to buy books, so they have a library. So they put the books in the library. They are a captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of time on their hands to read. So. They need the right one either liberated from the prison house and the material world. So there's different things people can do with their money. They can distribute the sound. They, they can sponsor books. They can contribute to worship of the deities like that. So somehow, or another, they can their energy, whatever they do, can be used also for giving others. So the householders, there's two kinds of householders. One kind is. Very selfish, I'm just thinking more or less of themselves and their family, and they tend to be in competition with all the other families. The other kind is called rihastas. And they're very charitable. They take they, they care of their family and they're naturally conscious about their family, but they try to help other less less or families. Trying to help others to get, especially give them spiritual enlistment. Which is something that's eternal. So this holy day, I want to thank all of you because I think all the people here must be uh, the rehasdas, must be the very charitable and, and the magnanimous people because you come to the temple and you are spiritually oriented. So thank you for coming here, and uh, we'll have a question and answer <coughs> session after the RT at seven thirty. At seven, and now i got to stop because has a good time for you all to take the fees. My name is Jayabitaka Swamy. I live in Mayapur, Bengal, India. I've been living there since 1917. I in English and i uh, And I also oversee secret operations for the eastern and southern India, for the Middle East, Southeast Asia and parts of South America, by mm-hmm. and uh, also Swahya, Fincham, Fincham, Tamil. Maybe <laughs> uh, a little Tamil, not so much. But I will see that in Andhra Pradesh, Baba and in Karnataka, uh, and also in uh, Tamil Nadu and Kerala, Sri Lanka. Malaysia, so Be happy to meet if any of you. have any connections over in India and we're happy to also discuss with you We have our world headquarters there in Mayapur, and this year we're celebrating the 108th anniversary of Prabhupada's appearance He appeared in 1896 and now is uh, 2004. He appeared in September Suryodhana from September to next year September. So we're in the 108th the next year, 205 205th uh, March. We have a big reunion, <coughs> inviting all Prabhupada's uh, disciples and followers to come. Many as can get We get-together. And we're going to have uh, remembrances of Prabhupada and big festivities. So many you can see on the website, www.mayapur.info. Mayapur.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info.info if anybody wants to see me, be available also for our public uh, question and answers at 7.30 in the Temple Library. Yeah. library. <laughs> Thank you very much. You. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel.